This is the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma, coming to you weekly with your wedding worries or dilemmas, which we will help solve. From time to time, we'll also be joined by special guests from the wedding industry or couples in the middle of planning their own wedding. If you have a wedding worry or dilemma you would like our help solving, please get in touch by using our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. Welcome back to the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma. Please like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast on the platform you listen or watch us on. We really appreciate your support and thank you so much for being here every week with us. Uh, this week we are talking all things wedding ick moments, which could be a little bit shady because uh, there's definitely one in here that you're not going to like, Em. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, oh dear controversial this episode is going to be i feel i'm getting i'm i've been really excited about this i'm ready i'm ready to have a giggle i think there are some that i think a few people will be able to relate to most of these (laughs) and some that i was just like oh i didn't even think about that yeah you are right um so we've done embarrassing moments I think this one's just going to hit a little bit different because it is sort of throwing shade at other people's weddings, which uh, I'd encourage, but I'm here for. Because I haven't written any of these, you'll be pleased to know. This is, this. Some sound like me, but they are not me. Yep. The audience has joined us and there have been a lot of wedding icks come through. So for that, everyone, I'm grateful. Em, yeah, you haven't seen any of these no i haven't seen any of the ones you've got i have got a few of my own if we have time we can get to them if not we can maybe do them another time but i i purposely haven't looked at the dms or any of the messages coming through because i find it fun just to react on the spot and cringe so without further ado i'm going to start with mine uh i'm just going to tell I mean, they could be considered to be embarrassing wedding moments, but the first story is definitely an ick moment. So we were at a very close family wedding. This is probably six years ago, I'd want to say, five or six years ago. And quite a small wedding with people that were very close to the bride and groom. So mainly family, but then very close friends were invited to the reception. And one of the very close friends, who's been a lifelong friend of our family, brought his partner at the time, who, let's just say, didn't have any decorum, didn't have many manners, didn't, like, if you imagine society in general... They would be somebody that likes to antagonise society and any opportunity picks a fight. A Karen? Um, more of like, so Karen is more like, oh, I'm just going to write something on a Facebook group. This person is, uh, oh, I'm just going to start a bar fight on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, stir in the pot. Uh, yeah, but also has um, alternative ways of making money, not necessarily a full-time job, more of a subscription service, if you get what I'm saying. Um, also very 
body confident. I'll get in a picture. Not stylish, but body confident. Well, I mean, fair play to her because she just wore whatever she wanted. So at this particular wedding, the uh, outfit was not stylish or complimentary, but she was working it. So great. She didn't care. She was just drinking, being herself uh, at this family wedding. To which, you know, things like dropping the sea bomb loudly at the wedding reception. You know, not smoking's bad, but like proper chain smoking outside the wedding reception, like the wedding venue. Just, just things that she shared very different values to mm. you and your family. Not just to me. But very different values to my father, who took it upon himself to take her outside of the wedding reception to have just a behavioural conversation, you might want to call it, to which they were out there for quite a long time. And I sort of said, where is dad? Oh, uh, he's out there talking to anonymous woman. Sorry, what? Oh yeah, they're they're having a conversation at the bar because it was it was split into two different sections. So we were in like the function room, and they were in like the main bar area where the public could come as well. I was like, what are they talking about? Oh, I don't know. I think she was saying the c word or something. I was like, um, he was having a fatherly chat with her. You could call it that. When I walked in. It was about, my dad's quite a traditionalist, so this might offend some people. It's all about how a lady should behave. Dropping the C-bomb at a wedding? No, no, no. You know, maybe close your legs when you sit down in your very short skirt to slash dress. Maybe don't say things that deliberately annoy other people. And I just sort of walked over and I was like, is everything okay? She's there saying, well, I'm going to do whatever I like. If I want to say that, I will say that. I mean, fair play to her because who is he to tell her what to do? But equally, watching your father give somebody that has no relevance or relation to his life an etiquette lesson at a family wedding. No, no, no. Who cares? Step away, father, because she is now on OnlyFans, living her best life. Rumour has it she has a sugar daddy. Conversation was pointless. I stand by your father a little bit here. Not so much as I would do anything about it, but I think you do need to whatever your personal beliefs and whatever you do in your personal time and whatever you your natural style is and you know that type of thing it's fine but at a wedding which is somebody's special event there is a certain amount of responsibility you need to take to uphold a degree of etiquette I'm not saying everybody has to have their little pinkies up with their teacup, but shouting and being loud and obnoxious and wearing things that are really inappropriate is not okay. It was 
wildly inappropriate what she was wearing. Yeah. So I stand by your father. Good on him for giving it a go. I'll tell him you said that because he'll be very proud of you, Em. <laughs> I just thought, now is not a time. And she's going to behave the way that she's going to behave, whether you tell her not to yeah. or try to. He was coming from a place of care yeah. and support because he could see the situation spiralling, uh, which ultimately it did. And I think she she was either escorted off the premises or made to... Made, made, the choice to leave herself in a drunken stupor but um next one should i because mine follows on quite nicely should i okay yeah, you go yeah because mine is mine is about etiquette and rules of a wedding that people don't follow and when i see it happening winds me right up and sometimes it takes my husband a few minutes to calm me down from that situation <laughs> We've talked about it in season one a few times. I think it came up in episode one, season one. Yeah. I just, I have a real thing for people knowing rules, but sticking to them. And there is a rule in a wedding that male guests don't take their jackets off until the groom has. Damn you. Your jacket off before the groom has. I just on keep it on and if you don't know the rule play it safe and stay dressed now whenever i'm at a wedding just any wedding i go to and nobody does it em. no nobody well in obviously does now because i've told him my dad obviously follows suit a few people in my family do keep their jackets on but summer wedding all the jackets were off in the church garden and i thought em's gonna kill you she is gonna kill you i just i get i understand that sometimes it's really really hot and if you if you're going from the church to the thing and you're in the car or the minibus or or whatever it is take your jacket off i get it but when you're doing them formal things like at the at the ceremony, don't hang your jacket on the back of the chair that somebody has beautifully styled with a little flower. Don't do that. Don't take it off before you're going to have some photos taken. Don't take it off when you're having cocktails because the photographer's walking around and you don't want to look like a like you've just walked out of job interview that really badly and sit down with the jacket on don't put the jacket on the back of the chair it before where people have walked in found their spot before you've even been called to dinner put their jacket on the back of the chair and then gone out and got another beer you don't even know if the bridal groom have come in to see their wedding venue all dressed nicely your jacket's on the back of the bloody chair. Keep it on your back. Do what you bloody told. Wipes me right up. I think you have a side hustle in the making where you just, you know, grid girls just stand there with those signs. You could just be there with a giant sign that says, keep your jacket on. And just be there in the background, scanning the wedding. Giving people evils. Just having a keep 
get your jacket. Oh, you should just be like, can you keep, put your jacket back on? Put your jacket back on. Probably the groom takes it off when they sit down to dinner anyway, because it's yeah. more comfortable. So you, it's not like you've got to wait hours. It's only it's only a couple of hours with the jacket on. Leave it on. And if it's really, really, really hot, the likelihood of the groom taking his jacket off before then is high anyway. Because mm -hmm. he's not going to be wanting to feel really, really uncomfortable. But just leave it on. Is it an ick or is it a, uh, you know, seeing red moment? It's a seeing red moment. Mm. That's a good one. Always brings out the best in you, I think. <laughs> My passion comes out. Um, my next story also relates to dance floor PDAs. Oh, no. So, my best friend's wedding. I'll set the scene. Free bar. That's, I... that's always the start of a good night. Well, this was, wasn't even the start. It had got to the point where all of the wine glasses had been used... And wine was being served by guests to guests in pint glasses. So then when one of my friends, who will re remain anonymous, she's, she's, she, I mean, she's 10 out of 10. She's a knockout. She chose to dance with somebody who wasn't necessarily on that same level. And by dance, I mean grinding up against him. But he, and his impression was, "This is great. Oh, it was. This is going my way. This is definitely going to move on to something else." Luckily for everyone else apart from her, we managed to capture it on video. We took pictures because we knew that when she came round in the morning. She was going to have a definite cringe moment and regret every single second of it. But at the time, she looked like she was having a great time. Yeah. But it wasn't a busy dance floor. There was probably eight of us dancing, including the two of them. <laughs> yeah. There's a time and a place for that kind of dancing behaviour. Uh, it's normally at a nightclub at two o'clock in the morning. Not at a family function. Again, and this was like a country wedding. This yeah. was country wedding vibes. This wasn't a club at 2am. This was probably half nine, ten. Yeah. Know your boundaries, people. Grinding up against an old man at nine o'clock while the family no, no, he wasn't old. two step. He wasn't old. Oh, well. He was the best man. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's even worse, I think. Okay, and Brilliant. last but not least from mine, hymns at a church wedding when the couple aren't even religious. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Why are we singing? I'm trying to think of a hymn. My mind's gone blank. Why are we singing that? Give me yeah. joy. Give me... I think that's something you sing at junior school, isn't it? literally she chose all the hymns from the hymn book from primary school yeah i have a problem with people getting married in religious places when they're not religious anyway not really not an ick more of a principle 
Why, yeah. why are you doing this? You're never going to go to church. You have never been to church. This church loosely means something to you from 25 years ago. Yeah. Why, why are we here? Why are we singing? Morning is broken. Why are we singing that? I know. And actually, if you're not a really religious sort of family, you tend not to be churchgoers, which means you tend not to sing them hymns on the daily, which means you're all looking at the hymn sheet, not really knowing what he's trying to be singing and not really knowing. So you would need a choir in the front to make it sound any good. Otherwise, you're like, um, because you don't know them. Well, the choir at this wedding was me, one of the other bridesmaids, my dad, who was right behind us, and Ian. Everyone else was... Pointless. Yep. Any more on your list, Em, before I go into our listeners? It's... Not really. I only have one. I'll talk about it again if you want, but I think we'll leave it. <laughs> okay. My heart can take it. So our... Lovely listeners have got in touch. There are loads and loads to get through. Some of them are really short. Some of them are quite long. And some of them are really funny, which probably don't even sit within this uh, subject. But who cares? Because I'm going to share them. Uh, first one on the list. Grooms not wearing socks. You can see their skin in their photos. Why are you doing that? This is gross. Is it because you're too cool to wear socks? Yeah, I don't get it. It's like a fashion thing, isn't it? But all I see is sweaty feet in sweaty shoes. In like a little... I mean, I think the only time where I'd be like, okay, fine, fair enough, is if you're wearing a Gucci loafer. Yeah. None of these people <laughs> are wearing a Gucci loafer. No, Don't it, do it. That look also goes entail... You know, you have your, you have your loafer... You have your bare ankles and then you have trousers that are way too short and tight. It's a formal event. <laughs> yes, you can be playful in your tie and you can be playful in your pocket square and maybe not wear a white shirt, maybe wear a coloured shirt. But it's a formal event. Wear a suit that fits you, not one that you've bought that's too small. You shouldn't even be able to see your socks anyway because you've got trousers that fit. Bloody sweaty feet. DJ's stepping back to 1999. Oh, I like this, though. No. Why don't a little bit of 90s music get the floor going? Like Mambo number five. Perfect. I'm not here for that. Macarena. Perfect. Absolutely not. Saturday night is a whole... <laughs> Love it. No. No, um, this is Maybe. not a, this is a must for me. It's terrible. <laughs> um, okay, so there was a video that went viral a, a few weeks ago, which we haven't talked about on the podcast, but somebody got in touch to say, cringe groom speeches or vows. Everyone must have seen the viral video of the guy saying he likes his belly full and his balls empty in his vows. And his mum was the celebrant. I haven't seen that video. But... Honestly, no. 
No, that's the kind of thing that if it's not your wedding, it's really funny. But if it's your wedding, you would be livid. It see it seemed to have the opposite effect because it was the couple's wedding. She seemed to find it funny in the moment. Everybody else, no. Jesus, people. What is that decorum? It has no relation to the woman I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> but looked a bit like her. Um, brides wearing Crocs underneath their wedding dress. I don't really have a problem with this. I mean, I'm strongly opinionated about what a groom wears, but a bride, I'm like, nah. I mean, I probably would have... I don't... Well, I don't know. So I don't own a pair of Crocs, but if I'm at, let's say, my parents' house, if I'm nipping to the recycling bin, I will pop my stepmom's Crocs on, walk out to the recycling, chuck it back in. Yep. No problem with that. I do not own a pair myself. Wedding day? No. I've got garden Crocs and they're really comfortable. I don't think I would wear them as as wedding shoes. But if you've got if you've both got Crocs and it's your thing and you've got them decked out with all of them, it will So you're happy with the you're happy with the groom wearing Crocs, are you? No. No. <laughs> you can't see them under you can't see them under the wedding dress, so it's a comfort thing. Okay. With double standards. I am fully admitting that. <laughs> Groom, put shoes and socks on. Bride, wear whatever you like. <laughs> Imagine crisp wool. Mm. Aldi crisps. Nope. <laughs> They're on display. <laughs> if you've got bowls of crisps, fine. Put the Aldi crisps in. If you've got a crisp wall that's part of your decor and you've put like a flower garland over it, you're going to need brand crisps there, aren't you? Walkers at the very least. How do you feel when the crisp wall is like all like scattergun approach and they're all in like different colours and it's like a kid's play area and it's all crisps everywhere? No. We've got, we've got a crisp wall and we've done a few. My favourite is where you pick two or three flavours and you do them in rows. So it looks nice. And when you've got all the different types and different colours, you've at least got to colour block it somehow. You can't just peg them on any old way. I was just going to throw you under the bus there, but I will not do that. <laughs> Emma's in charge of the crystal. If you use our hiring services, don't bother doing it yourself because Emma will do it for you happily. Yeah, I much prefer to when people say, can you supply the crisps to? Because then I get to pick the colours when they bring their own and you never know what you're going to walk into. And there is the box of random Audi knockoff quavers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like hide them behind the other packets so that you can't see them. <laughs> my ideal situation would be, I don't know what the brand is, but, you know, the dark black packets. They're like... Salt and pepper or something. Space Invaders? No, <laughs> definitely black. not Space Invaders. The black packets, they're quite posh. And you can get black, white and blue. Oh, kettle. Kettles, that's it. Get the kettles because they're clean, crisp packets. They hold their shape really well. You can peg them on nicely. 
and you can get some real nice colour blocking. Little handy tip there if you're planning a crisp wall. Classic plates, cutlery, glasses, the works. This was at a country house wedding venue. That is a pretty icky. If you're on a budget, choose bamboo. Yeah. Or that's it. If you can't, if you can't afford actual crockery, cutlery, blah blah blah, bamboo just looks so much nicer than plastic. Yeah. You can't it's have the a it's the glassware for me. The plastic glasses. Eating off a of a paper plate if it's like a buffet style can kind of get past that. Yes, because you eat it and then you put it in the bin. Yeah, and it's, and it's gone. Glassware, people hold it. It's in photos. It's all over your tables. And actually, buying lots of plastic glasses that are not that you know the cheap ones that you get for kids parties, and hiring some in. There probably won't be that much more. It'll probably cost you about forty pound more, mm. and you've got proper glasses that people can drink. There, and I'm not a wine drinker, but drinks do taste different out of plastic than they do glass. Hundred percent. So, plastic plates and cutlery, I'm okay with to a certain extent. Glassware is a no-no. You're gonna like this one. Contemporary wedding venue. Farmer groom, a cow was brought in for the photos. Cute, but ick. What do you think my reaction is to this? Love it. Yeah, I do love it. Your kind of vibes. <laughs> yeah, I do love it. Bit of an experience thing. People can have their photo taken with him. Especially if it's one of them tiny little cute fluffy cows. I don't think it was one of those, no. If it was me, I'd like a big Highland cow. With a big yeah. Horns and like a proper cow, not, you know. Not Daisy that's just been milked 45 times and is looking a bit haggard. No, because I can't they be quite slobbery. I don't like anything dropping on anything. Big udders hanging down, dripping. Dripping all over the shit, your crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Weddings without personality, somebody said, was an ick. Yeah, I agree. Rubbish food or not enough of it? Yes. The not enough piece is more important, I think. Yeah. It can be a bit tasteless and it can be a bit bland, but you need to feed people and you need to make sure that they're not hungry because, like we talked about before, people pop off to McDonald's. becomes a bit of an embarrassment. And also, if you don't feed people, people get drunker quicker and then they're doing the grinding earlier. The dance floor PDAs, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pints of wine. Yeah. Get some carbs in them before all that happens. Get a crisp ball. Guests wearing white and upstaging the bride. This is just ridiculous that people still do this. I literally have nothing to say. I think even if it was, even if the dress code was black and white, I presume all the guests are wearing black. Yeah. And a white shirt under their dinner suit. Yeah. And ladies would wear a black dress that maybe had some white accents, but was not white with black accents mm -hmm. and maybe a white clutch. So this is one of my favourite ones I've ever heard in my entire life. A 
And I didn't even think about it as an ick for some people because it's right on my street and your street. They are a people pleaser, but singing and dancing waiters. I've been to two weddings where they have been there. The first one, I was in shock by it all. The second time, when the waiter did the pretending to fall over bit, I thought, here we go again. <laughs> Unless you have a wedding party, you 100% know are going to vibe with it. The atmosphere can be so awkward. I wouldn't have even thought about the atmosphere for other people. Just like, oh, what a great idea. This is going to be great for me. Yeah, some, that's not everyone's vibe. No. I was speaking to somebody who's getting married, um, not this year, next year, and they're just sort of planning their budget and where they spend their money. And she said, if we've got enough budget left, she's going to get singing waiters. But I can... Sp a hundred percent see that that would work for her yeah um but you kind of need you kind of need people that might start singing you know join in wave their hands not yeah. just sort of continue eating the roast potato can you imagine i think it's either going to gonna go really well or really badly yeah. and i just never even thought that it would go really badly i think it's because if you had like a live band or you had a bit of a show that was after dinner and people more relaxed and everything. I think it's okay. I think it gets awkward <clears throat> because people don't know what they should be doing. Should they be standing <laughs> up and waving their napkins up or should they be in the dinner that they've just been served? Like it's a, it can be an awkward time. Yeah. <clears throat> I tend to look at you in those scenarios. Like what, what should I be doing? Because this is and awkward yeah i would i would and, really know wouldn't you oh especially if they're not that good yeah. if they were good they would probably try and get i don't i don't yeah i wouldn't know what to do i don't know what the etiquette is in that well then we're all fucked because if you don't know i definitely don't know most people i would say in our circle of friends would be looking at you like emma are we don't are we joining in or what's the plan here you're like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> And you've got to make sure that they're singing songs that resonate with people and not... It is risky. It is risky. Someone else proposing at a wedding or announcing a pregnancy, brackets, unless they have permission. Yeah. So no, 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 no. Unless the part of it, you know, the whole pretending to throw the bouquet and then accidentally giving it to someone who's... Oh, the bride and groom nice. know that's happening. Don't just like get the mic. Hang on, guys, I've got an announcement. Like, no. Unfortunately, I've never been there when that's happened, but I think I would love it in the moment. Like, can't, oh my, get, like, can't stop watching. But this is terrible, but can't look away from it. Was it? You've then made that into, oh, you remember that wedding we went to? Where that person proposed. It's not about. Do you remember that wedding we went to that gave out happy really, bills as we left? Yeah, or said some really nice vows, or it was about them too. It was about some other person. That's why, I like the dance floor PDA thing and the being obnoxious, because you make it, you make the wedding about you, and it becomes. Remember that wedding we went to where that woman had that short skirt on and was gliding up and down that. The group, like the best man. You've I mean, made it, was, it about you. It was a great wedding and a great story from the wedding. 
exactly. We're still talking about it seven or eight years later. Um, I'm interested to see what you think about this. Okay. Chore choreographed first dances are fine. Bride doing it for the groom, I find it really uncomfortable. Especially if they're trying to make it a little on the sexy side and then you pan round to her grandparents are standing there watching her give her new husband a lap dance. It's just a bit weird. Not the right place for it. Don't put your elderly relatives through that. No. I So I had a choreographed first dance and I kind of regret, regret it because actually it was really stressful for me because I couldn't remember what I was doing. I've made Jordan go to these dance lessons and he wasn't as good as I wanted him to be because I'm a dancer and he's not. And actually it was just a bit awkward for everybody stood around watching and then you have to wait for the whole thing to end before anybody can join. Whereas if it's just like a two-step and you're just whispering in each other's ears and it's all nice and lovey-dovey, you can, when it, you get uncomfortable or you've had enough, you can sort of wave people to come on with you so it mm -hmm. can be as long as you want it to be. When it's a choreographed dance you tend to choreograph the whole song and it's like two and a half minutes later and you're still waving your hands up and it's just a bit awkward i just don't think i would ever 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 i'm i mean this might come as a shock to everyone but i am a recluse i'm very shy the last thing i want to be doing is public speaking so no bride speech from me the last thing I want to be doing is a choreographed dance for my husband in front of everyone we've invited. No, no, no. Yeah, it's very, very stressful. But, but mine wasn't him sat on a chair, me lap dancing. Unfortunately. We did a, we, we did a foxtrot just to get that clear. But it wasn't like a night experiment, Rhino for no. Jordan. No. But I mean, if you've got a, if you have got sort of like a ranking of icks. It goes from having a short choreographed cutesy dance with some layers in between to sitting him on a chair and giving him a lap dance. Like, why would you do that? I've seen some uh, hilarious TikToks where people basically do the similar thing, but it's more of like an interpretive, creative dance style. You know, this is how your love makes me feel in dance form. And it, it's, it's movement. You all know what I'm saying here. Yeah. It's movement, not dance. And now I'm a crow. Just nice. sit through that for, let's say, three minutes. My, I wouldn't be able to hold my face. You don't know how long three minutes it is until... You're watching a movement dance performed <laughs> by a bride to her new husband. Yeah. Um, not my ex-boyfriend, but the listener's ex-boyfriend was at a wedding where I was a bridesmaid with his new wife. He couldn't stop staring and I knew he was talking about me. Why was he there? Salisbury's a very small town, Em. I'm sure uh, other locations are too. Everyone knows everyone, don't they? Yeah. No thanks. Yes, books? I never sign them. I just think, you've got a card with a message from me. I'm not going to think of another message and write more words. 
I mean, I've never, I've never thought of it like that, but that is very true. Because I always go to a guest book and never know what to write. I never write in the guest book. Yeah, I just sign our names. Congratulations. And actually, you have spent the time to write a nice message in the card, so... Is, oh, guest books is, are quite awkward and icky, aren't they? I actually can't remember the last wedding I went to where I remember there being a guest book. Maybe because I just avoid them, because A, quite rightly... I mean, this could have been written by myself. I don't want to write any more words. I've already written your card. I've already thought about your gift. I'm already here. The end. Yeah. And what are they for? I ha Like, nobody ever looks at them. Have you got one? I didn't do one, so I... Because of this reason. <laughs> no, I, I don't... I, I don't remember... I may have one, but I don't know it. It exists. <laughs> but what I do do, what I do have is a scrapbook that my cousin made me from my wedding. So she asked, she went back around and she took all the table names because I had them designed. And she took all my, I'd read the cards and then she took them all away. And then she got all the, got lots of photos printed. And so in this scrapbook, I've got all the table names little trinkets that she'd picked up that I'd made from the wedding and she'd put all the cards in there so I do have a guest book of sorts because she scrapbooked all the cards yeah that's really nice that's a much better way to do it uh again this is a great one not really a nick but had to put it in a couple of people I know got married in Greece it was all over Instagram the perfect wedding all was not as it seemed on Instagram as the couple fell out they almost didn't get married, and after their first kiss, they separated, didn't see each other all night, didn't stay in the same hotel room as each other, oh, no. and spent the whole night looking up annulments. They make out that they are the best couple and so in love, but they literally hate each other. God. You can't even make it through a day. Like, it was... It was... I was teetering on that, okay, this is okay, until you said the thing about they were Googling annulments. Basically, had a blazing row, decided to go through with the fake marriage, but got legally married, then tried to figure out how to annul the marriage. Brilliant. Yeah, Instagram isn't always what it seems, people. No, it is not. Um, I mean, again, this isn't a nick, but this came as part of the uh, different conversation. I've only been to two weddings. One was my sister's and the other one I had to leave early as my dad fell off a ladder, broke his hip, leg, pelvis and arm. Oh. Sorry, um, have a nice day. I've got to go. My dad's in a critical position. <laughs> um, you're not going to like this one. Adults doing a Disney-themed wedding is an ick for me. Just personal preference. You do you, boo. That's what I say. <laughs> if you look in my scrapbook, you'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I didn't even know was a thing. When a couple gets married on someone's birthday and presents the guest with a surprise birthday cake... I would be thinking, I do not want this. I'm not an attention seeker. You've been there when that's happened. No, but I would have thought that was a really nice thing to do. 
Uh, if it's oh, on my sorry. birthday, please do not do this for me. I would have been thinking, sorry for like hijacking your birthday and choosing the same day to get married. I'm going to honour and remember, like, like say I know this is your birthday. Sorry about that. And like, even if it, I would probably gauge what type of person it is and maybe not do the big happy birthday thing and bring it out, but maybe just go to your table and say I've made you a little cake type thing. But definitely, if it's somebody's special day, don't just completely forget about them. Really? Yeah, they're one of your people's. Mm. I mean, I'm saying no, but yet I'm the one that's throwing this extravagant 50th birthday celebration for Ian. And also a lot of... So we have a friend, a very close friend, whose birthday is on the same day as Ian, so I'm definitely mentioning that or doing something to mention that and reference it there's also another big birthday in my family coming up this year so i'm definitely mentioning i i am this person i'm like yes it's lovely let's celebrate everyone but if it was done to me no 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 i just want to be sat in the corner drinking my champagne alone do not shine the light no i'm shining the light don't do that to me just basically to recognise that it's your special day too. Mainly about me and my wedding, but you are also 32 too, so I'll let you have two minutes of my day. <laughs> okay, next one. Think of the loudest person you know, then think of them as a bride. I was at a wedding where the bride was a very big personality, a very big presence, and of course wanted to do a bride's speech. But she was also an amateur theatre buff. Her speech turned out to be an original song that she performed with a microphone written for her new husband. This is one of my favourite lines I've ever said on the podcast. Wobbled her way through it at top volume. The volume, the words, everyone's faces. Just ick. Yeah. I mean, because when you hear that story, my immediate thought process goes to one of them, like, really choreographed sort of singing moments by a beautiful person with a beautiful voice and the lightings on them and, you know, that you see on Instagram. And it's really kind of staged and the effects, the smoke, and they're really selling into this original song they've written. But in reality, we're in not, a, a general wedding in Bogner, we're not you're not awesome getting that, are you? You're getting some Amdram Kino. That's seen their opportunity and taken it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty icky. It's like just uncomfortable for people, isn't it? Yeah. She might have been having the time of her life, though. Probably. But is her time of her life for that two minutes more important than the 60 other people that are sitting there cringing? I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Bearing in mind their personality type, yes, I would say that they're having the best time ever and they yeah. think that everybody else is enjoying it just as much as they are. Go for it, then. I mean, it is your day. 
you do you boo yeah uh anything else from your list em yes i've got one that is uh sorry listeners one second i'm just getting them up <clears throat> somebody has put the bouquet toss is just a massive ick what do you I mean think? I, I can get on board with that because not not being funny but the time that it's taken you to create your wedding flowers and the, the amount of money that it's costed you for your wedding bouquet i'm not throwing that out to anyone no they they've also gone on to say it's so unnecessary and just makes the partner of the catcher want want to die yep. it's just pressure and attention that people don't want it's not even a thing in today's day and age doesn't mean anything no it's a hard no for me i'm not throwing my flowers out to anyone hard no i've got another one about wearing the same the same color as the bride so if the color the bride is in white don't wear white if the bride is in red don't wear red just stay away from the color about bridesmaid colors because as a guest, just general Joe Bloggs guest, you're probably not going to know the colour of the bridesmaid's dresses. No. You might get a clue from the stationery, though. Okay. But not always. No. Interesting. This Anything one... Else? Yeah, this one... Uh, I want your opinion on this. When someone does something super personal, but it's shit, like <laughs> calling the tables dog breeds or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about personalising your wedding. But if it means absolutely nothing to anybody else, that did the... I've said it before and I'll say it again. Table names no one else cares about from you and your husband. So if you want to name them after, you know, your favourite moments in time. 26th of the 7th, 2021. And that's table number whatever. Fine. But no one cares. No one actually cares. No. Pictures of you and your new husband around the venue. Absolutely fine. I think that's great. That for them to then have a wedding favour that is a puzzle of the bride and groom. No, no, no. No one cares. Shall I go on to the next one that this person has just said? Because it's like we're on a, some kind of wavelength. Not very well thought out games, like jigsaw puzzles on the table. Who's got time for that? I'm telling you, no one. <laughs> and also you spend this money on the intricate detail no one cares if you care and it's going to make a difference to your day that that was my mentality if i care i'm going to do it if i don't care i'm not doing it the wedding favors that i had had just married on the back because i didn't want to put a personalized date on there in case our wedding had to be cancelled and a picture of ian and me on the front it was one of my favorite pictures of us no one cares everyone ate them mm -hmm. but goodbye it could have had a picture of a dog poo on and people yep. have still eaten the wedding favour. Yep. I, d I doubt anyone even remembers what the wedding favours were. Yeah. Not, not a test. But also, so this person has put jigsaw puzzles on each table, which leads me to think they've been to a wedding like 
who's got time to do a 200 piece jigsaw? It's like, oh, well. You're not doing with the people on your table. You've got to move all the stuff off the table to do them. It's like, I mean, I can see you doing that, Em, because you're a bit of a gaming household. Yeah, but it's like putting a monopoly on the table. You yeah. want to put like quick, sharp, connect four type games. That yeah. A game lasts two, five minutes, not like one that lasts six days. What if it wasn't actually a jigsaw for the table, but more a part of their centrepieces? But who's got time for that? You just put a box, like if you're like a jigsawy household, put your favourite jigsaw in the middle with your table name on top. That looks nice. A few flowers. Oh, yeah. If you're not expecting people to do the jigsaw and jigsaw boxes are just part of the decor, what fine. If the, what if the guest thought it was a jigsaw for the table? Uh, if they want to do it, do it. But I like you don't want everybody not joining in anything else because they're all transfixed on trying to complete this 750 piece puzzle of of the nordic sea <laughs> do you that's a great jigsaw that would be really fun <laughs> um i've got another one of over chatty djs honestly i cannot be dealing with it nobody's paid you to speak they've paid you to press play on the next song that's it yeah. Coming in loud, I want to hear you up on this dance floor. Just just say next, Celine Dion, and play. Don't pray. Don't even do that. Let the music tell the story. And then just say, the evening buffet is now open. Yeah, that's all I want you to say. <laughs> that's it. Or don't forget the ice cream trolley is over there. Yeah. The end. Just announce food. You don't have to announce the next song because by the time it's playing, we already know what it is because you're still talking over it. No, we don't pay a DJ to speak. We pay a, play a DJ to play. That just takes me back to that story we, we were talking about in season one and we were go I think it was um, embarrassing stories about the DJ that used to come out into the crowd and <laughs> come out to the crowd and get things going. He would have been an over-chatty DJ, wouldn't he? Can you even imagine? I'd be straight there. Could you just get behind your DJ booth, please? Stop talking to my guests. Do not touch anyone. Don't even introduce the next song. Just press play. I just, I can't, I can't. Also, mm -hmm. DJs that think they are professional DJs. So, like, let's say they think they're Annie Mac. And they're trying to mix songs together. Yeah, or, or they brought all these lasers that you would see in amnesia in Ibiza. No, no, no. I just want some flashing lights and a disco ball. That'll do. Yeah, I, I just want you to play the songs that I've told you to play in the order that I've told you to play them. <laughs> I mean, I basically not... want you to press play on my on my iPad. And That's just all I want. It. That's all I want. That's what I did for my wedding, and Alan was perfect at that. <laughs> Sadly, now retired from DJing, but uh, he went out with a bang. I don't even think he spoke on the microphone once. No, the only person that spoke on your microphone was Tyler. That's right, announcing that there were still brownies left over. Um, I've, <clears throat> I went to a wedding 
where the happy couple were really into garage music and they made us all listen to hardcore garage music for a whole hour. Are we talking Craig David or are we talking... I think we're talking hardcore garage, which we wouldn't even be able to I'm... tell you what that is. Like so solid crew, I don't know. No, I don't. I think that's pretty mainstream. I don't. I. I'm just thinking. Like really heavy, not. It's not. It's not. I don't know what garage is, but well, it's like anything that isn't your. It's like sitting for an hour listening to death metal. Yep. I. I can't. Or you know, sitting for an hour listening to. Who's that guy that sings? The snowman song. That's not for me either. You know, like male young choirs. Yeah. No, thank you. But I mean, if you're if you're into something a bit more alternative, sprinkle it in. Yeah. Have, have it throughout some 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 stuff that people can get up with. That's why a good DJ will put in some oldies to get some people up and allow people a chance don't just mm -hmm. bang your hardcore no. reference in a whole hour sprinkle it in so it doesn't like do everybody's heads in yeah mm. i can't even imagine okay i don't like it when photographers dictate the photos needed to be done and actual and actually stop the celebrations. It didn't happen to me, but it happened to a good friend who eventually had to tell the photographer to go away because it was delaying their first dance and other activities. How does that even work? Well, I suppose if you give them a list, if you don't, if you do give them a list of photos and it's taken them longer, they're just going to plow through and try and get them all done. And regardless of the time, because their job is to get them photos. Somebody else's job to cut the cake. Yeah. One, of, one of the weirdest things that I've ever witnessed in my whole entire life was, um, again, at a family wedding. And the photographer bought a hype man who was her dad, which I only really realised probably half, halfway through the day. Hype man, yeah. So kind of like sort of organizing the people for her, telling the people what to do, so she could focus on taking the photographs, and his responsibility was getting people in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, according to the bride and groom's list of requirements. What he was also doing was borderline inappropriate comments to my stepmom which she was enjoying, because I think for the first few, that's quite nice. Flattery. But then continued. Continuing on, continue. and as the day got went on, he became more familiar with the people he'd been with all day. So bridal party, mother of the bride, etc. No, 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 Gary. You're not our friend here. <laughs> You're a supplier. Oh, and that is my stepmom's husband, my yeah. father. You're supposed to be telling us to go under the tree, and now we're cutting it. Yeah, but you know when 
overstepping your boundaries, mate. The, the banter went a bit too far. I thought, no, no, no. This is now becoming inappropriate. Mm. And at first, I didn't even know who he was. I thought he was the photographer. Like they, I thought they both had cameras. One of them's getting candid. The other one's doing the step. I don't know. No, he was the hype man. Yep. I do have another ick. Do you want to do yours? Or do yeah. you want to save it to the end? I've got one more. Okay, you do yours and then I'll close off with mine. I'm finding this a tough one to answer as I love weddings and all its differences and uniqueness. So I suppose I'd have to say the flash mob type of thing. Put pressure on people in the audience and equally when the wedding couple feel that they they have to do a big show. Also, hurry up and get off the dance floor because I want to do boogie. That terrifies me now because not that it's a flash mob idea, but I don't even know if I can say it on the podcast because it will ruin the surprise. But I love to organise things like that. That's my vibe. Not uh, not necessarily flash mob, but entire audience participation. Mm -hmm. Who... I think entire audience participation is fine. So if you've given everybody the nod that we're all going to stand up and wave a flag or whatever the thing is, everybody's part of that. Mm. So it's not as awkward for the few people that are doing it and it's not as awkward for the people that's left behind. And as long as it's a short thing, it's fine. But the flash mob tends to not involve everybody. It's just like a handful of people. Mm. I mean, I quite like it. I'd love it. Yeah, it's right up my street. As long as it's not involving me. My but I last... do agree with as long as it doesn't last too long and I can't, it's not like eating into my dancing time. It's a guest. What's a guest? <laughs> so my last one comes from experience. So uh, as a bridesmaid, we had all been briefed that the dress reveal was going to be a big moment. So it was going to it was going to be filmed. It was going to be photographed. So we saw, we all the bridesmaids knew it was coming. The only person that had seen the dress was the mother of the bride and the bride, obviously. And the photographer and videographer before we got there, but small details. So not that I'm used to being on camera, but I'm probably more used to it than the other three bridesmaids that are very uncomfortable on camera, off camera, just they're not comfortable in general. Two of them didn't even smile as they're walking down the aisle. You're dealing with very shy, reserved people. I thought it would be a group thing. So we'd all walk in together. We're all like, oh my God, that's amazing. Or, you know, whether it's genuine or acting for the reaction that wanted to be put onto the video, you do you. Mm -hmm. However you want to get there. I'm very awkward and uncomfortable in all scenarios. So mainly would have been acting. So we're all downstairs waiting for this big moment to go upstairs together. Hype man, same photographer. Hype man comes down, says, Jen, we're, we're ready for you. Sorry, what? Yeah, we're ready for you to come upstairs and see the dress. What, well, we're not all going together, are we? No, no, one by one. One at a time. Sorry, what? He's like, yeah, come on. 
You have to get your game face on, don't you? Didn't have time to see the reactions of the other bridesmaids behind me, but I presume they were all in horror mm. because I'm going first. So that means I get to watch everyone else come in. But yeah, I'm going first. So how do I know what I should be doing? So I'm literally there waiting outside. I'm saying to Gary, what, what do I say? So I just, just smile. You look amazing. Okay, he's like, they're ready for you. What? We're going now. He's like, yep, yeah, now. Literally walks in, can't even remember what I did. I think I was like, oh, you look amazing. Blah, 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 blah. Like, whilst walking, it wasn't just even like straight there. There was a walk up to the bride in her dress, gave her a great big hug, and then walked out of shop. I dread to think what the footage actually looks like of that monumental failure on my part. Because then, so I'm used to, you know, somewhat putting on a performance. We do videos for work all the time. There has to be an element of presenting. So I would say, not an actress, but tell me exactly what you want my reaction to be and I will do that. Mm-hmm. The other girls obviously went through exactly the same process. Gary being like, yep, yeah, come on, your turn. The horror in their faces as they're walking in was not the big reveal that I think she was hoping for. I mean, I would love to see what it looks like on camera because maybe it looked very different. And I'm hoping she got what she wanted from it. But you're putting people on the spot rather than it was get, terrible. rather than getting that natural reaction of people not really realizing there's a camera there and then naturally reacting. You're getting this kind of staged. Faked. faked performance because people are Panicked. freaking out like their their face is being recorded for their emotional reaction. Yeah, yeah, difficult. Whereas it might be like you see these lovely ones where the father of the bride walks it. He doesn't know he's going to be filmed. It's just in the moment. Or all of the bridesmaids turn around at the same time. Great reactions all together. Not like one at a time. It's just like, Mary, do we really have to do this? Yep, it's what she wants. We all do. Yeah, it's what you do, isn't it? You just do what you're told. And they got more awkward as the other girls came in. I mean, I'll ask to see the footage and I will report back. Okay. That brings wedding X to a close, Emma, I think. There were some good ones in there. Please like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast on whatever platform you listen or now watch us on. Um, keep up to date with the podcast by following our Instagram account at the I Do Crew Podcast. Send us your questions or topics that you'd like us to chat through. Next week, based on some of the stories we've heard this week, we're going to hold a confessional. Oh, dearie dear. We're going to be asking you, wedding guests, to come to us with your confessions. Very excited because I'm hoping for debauchery. Yeah. Oh, please, please, please. Anonymously send in your stories because we all want to hear everybody's not so proud moments. And your secret is safe with us. Well, your name is your secret, not something. <laughs> um, but until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.
You've been listening to the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma. Keep up to date with our podcast news by following our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. Thanks for listening.